Hello, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Inspired by the Word Times of Daily Devotion. We're going to be speaking in tongues right now for the next 15 minutes. I'd like us to take our text from 1 Timothy 2 from verse 1. It said, I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. Hallelujah. We're going to be praying, weaponizing our prayer today. We're going to be praying for all men, declaring that this is the day of salvation and grace. And so we break the hold of the devil over men's lives, with which he has blinded their hearts. Hallelujah. And we declare that they are turned from the power of Satan unto God. Let's unmute our mics and begin to pray in other tongues. <laughs> Oh, 
Oh, 
Thank 
Oh Lord, we thank you, O oh God, for all men in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, this is the day of salvation and grace, O oh God. Every hold of the devil, O oh God, immense lies. They are broken by the power of the Holy Ghost. Yes, we break them up in the name of the Lord Jesus. Every Holy Spirit, the devil has blinded your hearts. Hallelujah. We set them free. We break those holds by the power of the Holy Ghost. Yes, hallelujah. We declare, oh God, that the hearts of men, oh God, are turned, oh God, from the devil, from Satan, the king, the God of this world, unto God in the name of the Lord Jesus. That men no more grow up in darkness. Yes, hallelujah. But they see the light of life. They come to the knowledge of the truth, O God. In the name of the Lord Jesus. We declare that many more receptive to the word of God. Even when the world goes darker and darker. But many, hallelujah. They will come, O God, to the knowledge of God's truth. Lekosondo ko bragabaya 
for your light shines in darkness and the darkness cannot comprehend it rather the darkness flees the scales are falling off of their eyes in the name of the Lord Jesus yes hallelujah that man may be free to serve the Lord God Almighty oh Oh Lord, we bless your name, oh God. We worship you, oh God. Thank you, precious Jesus. Thank you, dear Lord. Hallelujah. For the desire, oh God, is that men take advantage, oh God, of this season of salvation and grace in you, oh God. Thank you, precious Father. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Praise God. Hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening, depending on what part of the world you are being connected from right now. You're welcome to the Inspired by the World Times of Devotion. And we are set ready for an awesome time in the spirit of God. Hallelujah. So at this time, I'm going to be welcoming the esteemed Brother Martins to take the Rhapsody of Reality segment. Thank you, esteemed Amarak, for the opportunity to lead prayers this morning. Thank you. Over to you, Brother Martins. Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon. Good evening, depending on where you're connected from. I want to say a very big thank you to your esteemed Amara for this great opportunity to take um, the Rhapsody of Reality this morning. Okay, uh, today's devotional. Hope you can hear me. I want to be sure you can hear me. Yes, sir. Yes, you heard. Okay, today, um, the 13th day of February 2021, and our man of God is saying to us, make power available first. And the team scripture is taken from the book of James, chapter 5, verse 16. It says, the earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in his walking. It says, many, do not, many don't understand the importance of heartfelt, continued prayers. They speak forth words ever before spending quality time in prayer. And they wonder why their declarations are ineffective. You have to learn how to make power available first. When you have made power available, then you make proclamation in faith or faith, and change, and the change you desire will be established. Read the story of Elijah in First Kings chapter seventeen. First Kings 17 to 18. That was the first Kings chapter 17 and chapter 18. When he had prayed, drought, when he had prayed, drought into existence, and it didn't rain, not a drop for three and a half years. When it was time for the drought to end, Elijah petitioned the rain, the Lord for rain. You know, this um, particular scripture. I think Elijah declared, he prayed that rain shouldn't fall. You can imagine a man, one man, making a declaration after praying. He prayed that no rain, not even a drop. And for three and a half years, 
no rain on the earth. That is what our prayers, that's what the prayers of the saints can do. The Bible says he prayed that no rain would fall in the space of three and a half years. Think about it. 365 days, 365 days, 365 days. No rain by one man. Praise the Lord. And then he said it didn't rain, not a drop for three and a half years. When it was time for the drought to end, Elijah petitioned the Lord for rain. It wasn't just some short, casual cobbling of words in prayer. No, it was earnest, heartfelt, continued, and fervent. He sent out his servant six times to check if there was a sign as he continued in prayer, expecting an answer. The servant came back the seventh time and said, I see a small cloud. Very small, like the size of a man's hand, rising out of the sea. That was all Elijah needed. He knew he had prevailed. Praise the Lord. He told his servant, quickly then, on your way, tell Ahab, saddle up and get down from the mountains before the rain stops you. First Kings chapter 18, verse 44, message translation. Observe the sequence. Elijah made tremendous power available through heartfelt prayers and then gave the word. You know, um, some time ago, I was thinking about something. I was thinking about, you know, um, how can one, how do you appear before the presence of God? How do you appear in heaven? Or how do you... Um, Find yourself in that throne of grace. Because the Bible says, come boldly to the throne of grace and obtain mercy. But how do you find yourself in that throne? You know, it got me thinking. So I was wondering, I was thinking, okay, um, maybe when you say in Jesus' name, you know, or when you get on your knees to pray and you lift your hands towards heaven, then the Spirit of God began to teach me something. He said to me, he said, when the children of Israel were building the Tower of Babel, God himself said, this thing that these people have imagined in their mind to do, they will surely accomplish. I know some people might say, ah, is it possible for you to build a tower from here up to heaven? It's not possible. It's humanly impossible thinking. But God confirmed that this thing they have thought in their mind to do, they will achieve it. Are you more intelligent than God? He knows that they can. Because they will just be spending all their years building until... They will be one of what they will still be building because in their mind they will do it. Praise the Lord. Now the Bible says in the book of Jude, verse 20, it says, Now, beloved, building up yourself on your most holy faith, building it higher and higher like an edifice, training the Holy Ghost, higher to where? To the throne. At a point when you're praying like that and praying like that, you just find yourself in the throne in front of. Oh, oh, glory to God. You will find yourself there, just in that place, that throne of mercy, that mercy seat, that heavenly whatever, wherever it is. But you will find yourself in that presence of God. A place where you will never want to come back again. 
Nigeria God told me, he said, if only my children could be trained like this, heartfelt, continued, you keep getting higher and higher, you can never crash again. You will just keep going higher and higher. Praise the Lord. Then pastor is saying, it's the same way after you have stirred up yourself, after you have stirred up a Holy Ghost storm in your closet, that's when you speak forth Rema. You can imagine you're there and then you proclaim those words. You speak those words. <laughs> Things will be happening for you in Iran. This will be happening in Syria from your closet. You are causing a change in Indonesia. And then the gospel is spreading in Brazil from your closet. Someone is thinking of you in Qatar, in the United Arab Emirates. Praise the Lord. He says, that's one sure way you can effectively alter the course of events to align with God's divine plan, purpose, and will for your life, family, city, nation, and around the world. You can alter the course of life for your family, for your city, your own life, the nations of the world, and anywhere else you want to alter a change. Even while you don't even know you're doing it, as you're building yourself, as you're praying, as you're speaking those mysteries, you're causing changes in the world. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Right now, hand over to the esteemed Sister Joy to take the confession and the prayer and the for that reading. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Don Martin. Good morning, esteemed Tabaka. Good morning, esteemed family. Good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're connecting from. So I'll be taking the further study. I'm reading from, <clears throat> excuse me, James 5, the Amplified Classic Version. James 5, 16 to 18. Confess to one another, therefore, your faults, your sleeps, your false steps, your offenses, your sins, and pray also for one another that you may be healed and restored to a spiritual tone of mind and heart. The, the, the earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in his working. Elijah was a human being with a nature such as we have, with feelings, affections, and a constitution like ours. And he prayed earnestly for it not to rain, and no rain fell on the earth for three years and six months. First Kings 17.1. And then he prayed again, and the heavens supplied rain, and the land produced its crops as usual. That's from First Kings 18.42 to 45. Now I'm taking the next Bible verse, which is First Kings 18.41 to 44. It says, And Elijah said unto Ahab, Get thee up eat and drink for there is a sound of abundance of rain so Ahab went up to eat and to drink and Elijah went up to the top of Camel and he cast himself down onto the earth and put his face between his knees and said to his servant go up now look towards the sea and he went up and looked and said there is nothing and he said go again seven times and it came to pass at the seventh time that he said, Behold, there ariseth a little cloud out of the sea, like a man's hand. And he said, Go up, say unto Ahab, prepare thy chariot, and get thee down, 
that the rain stop thee not. Hallelujah. So we're going to be taking the confession, the prayer points. You don't have to unmute your mic. You can just take it along with me or after me, but you don't have to unmute your mic. Just follow me. The, the prayer points, the prayer is on the screen. So, dear Father, I pray for nations of the world today that your will and purpose be established everywhere. May the hearts of leaders and those in authority be yielded to do and follow what's right. And I declare that the power and influence of those who have set their hearts to do evil be cut off and their desires thwarted in Jesus' name. The church prevails and dominates by the power of the Spirit. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this wonderful opportunity. Um, right now, I'd like to hand over to Brother Dozier as he takes us through the New Testament reading for the One Year Bible Plan. Thank you so much. Praise God. Thank you so much, Sister Joy. Thank you so much, Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're connecting from. We've been having an amazing read of the New Testament, and I would like to say we're making progress. If you started with us from the beginning, it's um, really interesting that, and if you stay true with us the whole year, you're actually going to complete the Bible reading the entire year, which is something that has been very difficult for a lot of people to do on their own. So it's really exciting that we're making this progress all together. And we're reading from the message translation. We're in the last chapter of Matthew, which is Matthew chapter 28. It's captioned, Risen from the Dead. After the Sabbath, as the first light of the new week dawned, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to keep vigil at the tomb. Suddenly, the earth reeled and rocked under their feet as God's angel came down from heaven, came right up to where they were standing. He rolled back the stone and then sat on it. Shafts of lightning blazed from him. His garments shimmered snow white. The guards at the tomb were scared to death. They were so frightened they couldn't move. Verse 5, the angel spoke to the woman. There is nothing to fear here. I know you are looking for Jesus, the one they nailed to the cross. He is not here. He was raised just as he said. Come and look at the place where he was placed. Now get on your way quickly and tell his disciples. He is risen from the dead. He's going on ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. That's the message. The woman, deep in wonder and full of joy, lost no time in leaving the tomb. They ran to tell the disciples. Then Jesus met them, stopping them in their tracks. Good morning, he said. They fell to their knees, embraced his feet, and worshipped him. Jesus said, you are holding on to me for dear life. Don't be frightened like that. Go tell my brothers that they are to go to Galilee and that I will meet them there. Meanwhile, the guards had scattered 
But a few of them went into the city and told the high priests everything that had happened. They called the meeting of the religious leaders and came up with a plan. They took a large sum of money and gave it to the soldiers, bribing them to say, his disciples came in the night and stole the body while we were asleep. They assured them, if the governor hears about your sleeping on duty, we will make sure you don't get blamed. The soldiers took the bribe and did as they were told. That story cooked up in the Jewish high council is still going around. Meanwhile, the 11 disciples were on their way to Galilee, headed for the mountain Jesus had set for their reunion. The moment they saw him, they worshiped him. Some though held back, not sure about worship, about risking themselves totally. Jesus, undeterred, went right ahead and gave his charge. God authorized and commanded me to commission you. Go out and train everyone you meet, far and near, in this way of life, marking them by baptism in the threefold name, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Then instruct them in the practice of all I have commanded you. I will be with you as you do this, day after day after day, right up to the end of the age. And this is the great commission that has been given to every one of us, to you and I, that we go into the world and we preach the gospel. We culture all men in the ways of the Lord Jesus Christ, discipling them and teaching them the way of life. And may the Lord bless this reading in Jesus' name. At this moment, I'll hand over to Brother John. Who will take the Old Testament. Wow. Thank you very much, Brother Z. We are done with the book of Matthew. We are making progress. Now, we move to Leviticus chapter 4. I would also like to say thank you to Sister Amaka for this beautiful opportunity. So, Leviticus 4, message translation, the absolution offering. God spoke to Moses, tell the Israelites, when a person sins unintentionally by straying from any of God's commands, breaking what must not be broken, if it is the anointed priest who sins and so brings guilt on the people, he is to bring a boom without defect to God as an absolution offering for the sin he has committed. Have him bring the bull to the entrance of the tent of meeting in the presence of God. Lay his hand on the bull's head and slaughter the bull before God. You know, one of the things I was, I asked the question yesterday on the group, and one of the things I noticed is when they bring this offering before God, the Bible actually states that. It said they lay their hands on the who said on each offering with them to lay their hands on it. So I was trying to relate it to today. Some of us, I think it's high time we start laying our hands on our offerings to, to command God's blessing on it then before we give it. We don't just give our offering like that. I, I just that was one of the things that, that got to me yesterday while we were studying. Okay, I'll continue. He's then to take some of the bull's blood bring it into the tent of meeting 
dip his finger in the blood and sprinkle some of it seven times before God, before the cutting of the sanctuary. He needs to smear some of the blood on the horns of the altar of fragrant incense before God, which is in the tent of meeting. He is to pour the rest of the bull's blood out at the base of the altar of whole burnt offering at the entrance of the tent of meeting. He is to remove all the fats from the bull of the absolution offering, the fats which covers and is connected to the entrails, the two kidneys and the fat that is around them at the loins, and the lobe of the liver, which he takes out along with the kidneys. The same procedure as when the fat is removed from the bull of the peace offering. Finally, he is to burn all this on the altar of burnt offering. Everything else, the bulls, hide, meat, head, legs, organs, and guts, is to take outside the camp to a clean place where the ashes are dumped and is to burn it on a wood fire. Verse 13. If the whole congregation sins unintentionally by straying from one of the commandments of God that, that must not be broken, they become guilty even though no one is aware of it. When they do become aware of the sin they have committed, the congregation must bring a bull as an absolution offering and present it at the tent of meeting. The elders of the congregation will lay their hands on the bull's head in the presence of God, and one of them will slaughter it before God. The anointed priest will then bring some of the blood into the tent of meeting, dip his finger in the blood, and sprinkle some of it seven times before God in front of the curtain. He will smear some of the blood on the horns of the altar, which is before God in the tent of meeting, and pour the rest of it at the base of the altar of whole burnt offering, at the entrance of the tent of meeting. He will remove all the fat and burn it on the altar. He will follow the same procedure with the bull as with the bull for the absolution offering. The priest makes atonement for them and they are forgiven. Well, then they will take the bull outside the camp and burn it just as they burn the first bull. It is the absolution offering for the congregation. Verse 22. When a ruler sins unintentionally, by straying from one of God's commands of his, of his God, which must not be broken, he is guilty. When he becomes aware of the sin he has committed, he must bring a goat for his offering, a male without any defects, lay his hand on the head of the goat and slaughter it in the place where they, where they slaughter the whole bones of in the presence of God. It is an absolution offering. The priest will then take some of the blood of the absolution offering with his finger, smear it on the horns of the altar as a whole bond offering, and pour the rest of the base at the base of the altar. He will burn all its fat on the altar, the same as with the fat of the peace offering. The priest makes atonement for him on account of his sin and is forgiven. Verse 27, when an ordinary member of the congregation unintentionally straying from one of the commandments of God, which must not be broken, he is guilty. 
when he is made aware of his sin, he shall bring a goat, a female without any defense, and offer it for his sin. Lay his hand on the head of the absolution offering and slaughter it at the place of the whole bronze offering. The priest will take some of his blood with his finger, smear it on the horn of the altar of whole bronze offering, and pour the rest at the base of the altar. Finally, he will take out all the fats, the same as to the peace offerings, and burn it on the altar for a pleasing fragrance to God. In this way, the priest makes atonement for him, and he is forgiven. If he brings a lamb for an absolution offering, he shall present a female without any defects, lay his hand, lay his hand on the head of the absolution offering, and slaughter it at the same place they slaughter the whole bond offering. The priest will take some of the blood of the absolution offering with his finger, smear it on the horns of the altar of bond offering, and pour the rest at the base of the altar. He shall remove all the fats, the same as for the lamb of the peace offering. Finally, the priest will burn it on the altar on top of the gifts of God. In this way, the priest makes atonement for him on account of his sin and is forgiven. Praise be unto God. So I'll hand over to Sister um, to PD for to take us through chapter five. Thank you very much. Praise God. Thank you so much, Brother John. Thank you, Esteem Damara, for this opportunity. Leviticus 5. If you sin by not stepping up and offering yourself as a witness to something you've heard or seen in cases of wrongdoing, you will be held responsible. Or if you touch anything ritually unclean, like the carcass of an unclean animal, wild or domestic, or a dead reptile, and you weren't aware of it at the time, but you are contaminated and you're guilty. Or if you touch human uncleanliness, any sort of ritually contaminating uncleanliness, and you are not aware of it at the time, but later you realize it and you're guilty. Or if you impulsively swear to do something, whether good or bad, some rash oaths or just pops out, some rash oaths that just pops out and you aren't aware of what you've done at the time, but later you come to realize it and you are guilty in any of the cases. When you are guilty, immediately confess the sin that you've committed and bring as, and bring as your penalty to God for the sin you have committed, a female lamb or goat from the, stock, from the flock for an absolution offering. In this way, the priest will make atonement for your sin. If you can't afford a lamb, bring as your penalty to God for the sin you have committed, two doves or two pigeons. One of the absolution offering, one for the absolution offering and the other for the whole bond offering. Praise God. Bring them to the priest who will first offer the one for the absolution offering. He will wring its neck 
but not severe it. Splash some of the blood of the absolution offering against the altar and squeeze the rest of it out at the base. It's an absolution offering. He would then take the second bird and offer it as a whole burnt offering, following the procedures step by step. In this way, the priest will make atonement for your sin and your forgiving. If you cannot afford the two doves or pigeons, bring two quarts of fine flour for your absolution offering. Don't put oil or incense on it. It's an absolution offering. Bring it to the priest. You take a handful from it as a memorial and burn it on the altar with the gifts of God. It's an absolution offering. The priest will make atonement for you and any of these sins you've committed and your for any of this of any of the sins you've committed and you're forgiven. The rest of the offering belongs to the priest and the same as with the green offering. Compensation offering. God spoke to Moses. When a person betrays his trust and unknowingly sins by straying against any of the holy things of God, he is to bring as his penalty to God a ram without any defect from the flock. The value of the ram assessed in shekels according to the sanctuary shekel for a compensation offering. He is to make additional compensation for the sin he has committed against any holy thing by adding 20% to the ram and giving it to the priest. Thus, the priest will make atonement for him with the ram of the compensation offering and his forgiving. If anyone sins by breaking any of the commandments of God, which must not be broken, but without being aware of it at the time, the moment he does realize he is guilty, he is held responsible. Hallelujah. He is to bring to the priest a ram without any defect, assessed at the value of the compensation offering. Thus, the priest will make atonement for him for his error that he was unaware of and his forgiving. It is a compensation offering. He was surely guilty before God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is amazing. Um, Leviticus 4 and 5 that we read today, the details of the offering that we are to give, not we, they were to give to God for different situations at different times, different things that, different errors that they must have, you know, different ways they must have erred. Praise the Lord. And I like what Brother John said. He said, it is high time we start laying hands on our offerings and declaring words. Praise the Lord. There was a time pastor taught us long ago, and he said, before you give your offerings, you declare words on the offerings and you give it. So it will be nice for us to start declaring words on our offerings. Praise the Lord. And we see the detail with which God says they should do different things because these people were under the law. They needed guidance. They were they were a certain kind of people. This generation, the children of Israel, these generations were the ones that he called the stiff-necked. So he didn't want them to continually be stiff-necked. So he had to give them law and order, how to do different things. And he was particularly detailed 
about the offerings and how they should give it and for what purposes they should give it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This has been an amazing reach today. And everything, notice every offering, every oblation went to the priests. Praise the Lord. I did see a question. I think it was a question or a comment yesterday on the group that said um, something about why are we not taking our offerings to our parents or something of that nature. Praise the Lord. So the offerings all go to the priests. So even when we come in contact, I know we all we all know the designated places in our church where we give our offerings, maybe designated accounts on the altar or as stipulated. Praise the Lord. Those are the ways stipulated in our church. Just for example, you meet someone and the person is saying, why should I give my offering in church? I can give my offering to the beggar. The offering is not for the beggar on the road. An offering is an oblation. It's saying that it's, it's an acknowledgement of who God is. Acknowledgement is reverence to God himself and not to men. Like those people that say, oh, the first fruit offering, I can give it to my father. My father will bless me. No, it's not for any man. Every form of offering is not for any man. Praise the Lord. Like we see the people in the world, when they offer sacrifices, they are not offering sacrifices to the native doctor. They are offering it to a supposed God that they know that is going to do something for them that is, they feel is higher than them. But we know that they are all embarrassing themselves. Praise the Lord. So these are the stipulations of the kingdom of God. The offerings, the tithes, every form of seed goes to the house of God. It goes to the designated places. It goes to the priest. Hallelujah. And as we give those offerings, those tithes, that's why it had the pastor that is officiating at that time will pray over the offerings. That is how it's supposed to be done. So whoever you meet, you know, we meet, encounter people uh, at different times when we are preaching the gospel and they ask us different questions. You have an answer for them. It's for a stipulated place. And it has always been like that from the Old Testament. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So at this time, I'm going to hand over to Brother Martins to take us through the Pauline affirmations. Over to you, esteemed Brother Martins. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you so, thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Debbie. Thank you so much. I also say a big thank you to Sister Maka for this um, great opportunity. Okay, um, we are taking our affirmations again this morning. And um, the normal way we take our affirmations, you start with my name is, you say your name. I have the spirit of wisdom like that. Then the second paragraph, I, you say your name. I'm granted according to the riches of, in the third paragraph, I, you say your name, my love abounds like that. I'll kindly ask everyone to unmute as we take this affirmation at the count of three. One, two, three. My name is the 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 
Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, hallelujah. So we have some more time for um to take a testimony. Who would like to share the Kindly raise your hands if you want to indicate you want to share testimonies with us. Please, can we hear me? Yes, ma'am. Okay, thank you. Praise God. So we if we have if you have a testimony, please kindly indicate so that you could share your testimony. Or if you don't know how to raise your hands, please just, you can unmute yourself. You should be able to unmute yourself. Okay, praise the Lord. We have Brother Shetty, success. Okay. Uh, good morning, Pastor G. Morning. Uh, morning. They say I. It's something that I uh, just stood out on me when I was studying the book of Leviticus since like chapter one till where we are today. Like when God was giving them what He want them to give the offering the oblations, I discovered that the the. No, if you can hear what God says without, like, what he did not say from what he said. He said even to those who, who don't have the least things, he gave them an option to give. I just saw something that uh, what Jesus says, 
uh, if you don't have, even if the little that you have will be taken away from you, that as a child of God, the mindset that God has towards us is a, a mindset of we always have. Mm. There's no one who say I don't have, so I cannot give. Like, in everything he gives, says you're supposed to give this and this and this. Even to the least, he says you give this. That means as far as God is concerned, he does not entertain to say, I don't have, so I cannot give. It's 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 not enough. No, for I just picked it. No, thank you so much. Wow, praise God. That's quite amazing. And you know, it's true. For everyone, he says, if you don't have the ram, you bring the goats. You don't have the goats, you bring the pigeons. You don't have the pigeons, you bring flour. There's no how you say, the person will say, I don't have flour. Because, so what do you eat in your house? Praise the Lord. That's that's an excellent thought. We as Christians, we always have, we always have to give. And he stipulated it clearly. Praise God. Thank you so much, Brother Shelly, for that very deep insight. We always have. So you never find yourself at any point in time saying, oh, I don't have, I don't have to give. You always have something to give. There's something you have to give. Praise the Lord. So even though, oh, it's not you. Because the reason why we are all here, we are learning. The Bible says, "Come and what you have learned, you know, commit to faithful men that will be able to commit to other faithful men. Praise the Lord. So wherever you are at any point in time, you always have something to give. You never not have anything to give. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Brother Shedding. So right now we are moving on to the communion. Kindly um, prepare your communion. And we're going to be taking the scripture at this time. Wow. The first Corinthians. Praise the Lord. First Corinthians 11 from verse 23, the King James Version. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. These do in remembrance of me. Oh Lord, we thank you for your body has been broken for us, oh God. That we, oh God, no more be broken in any area of our lives, in our health, in our finances, hallelujah. In our jobs, in our businesses, in our family. Lord, we thank you. As we break the bread today, hallelujah. We recognize all that you have done for us. We recognize the grace that you have given unto us. Hallelujah. Grace heaped upon grace. You brought grace to us freely. Hallelujah. What other men lacked. Hallelujah. You giving it unto us freely. Lord, we acknowledge you, O God. We thank you for your grace. Hallelujah. Grace upon grace. Grace upon grace. 
and in the name of the Lord Jesus, we break this bread, hallelujah, right now, acknowledging everything that you've done for us and the grace that you've given to us by free course unhindered. Thank you, precious Father, for in Jesus' name we've prayed, amen. Kindly break the bread right now, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. After the same manner also, he took the cup. And when he had stopped saying, this cup is a new testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as he eats this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death until he comes. Hallelujah. The word showed there means announce. You do announce the Lord's death till he comes. And this new testament is a new covenant. Is a new covenant in the blood of Jesus Christ. Oh, lacrondo brada gaba sikili, brondo brada gaba shakara raba satakabaya, legre de gezonto pelegido pondo crianda sasakela bonjana manda kabaya. Yes, hallelujah. This is a new agreement of God with you, leko sondo ko brada gabora daga sete kikabara dega sonda labasa takabaya. Yes, hallelujah. If there be anyone that is going through any form of challenge, oh God, anyone that is trying to make a decision at this time, anyone of God who is sick, legal. Anyone who seems frustrated, oh God, for whatever situations or circumstances around them, Ligrondo Soprakatela Mandi. Anyone who has asked you for wisdom, anyone who has seen the God to be a victim every time, every time they observe that they've been a victim. There's a new agreement right now. Sondo Kobaraba Shekerebo Soto Kobeleki Kabaraboska, Likatana Masata Kabaya, Rekerebo Sondo Kobaragabaya, anyone who has been having crisis in their family, Likatonza Kabaya Laman, no Predegebo Soto Kobaya, anyone who has seemingly had. Ya siblis been at war lako soto kobaya la bashata rekebele gere wo soto kobrede giba haya leko sondo kobondo koborodo kosoto or one of God who has been constantly deceived for no reason likaba soto kobaya wisdom has been granted peace has come hallelujah answer has come solution has come leko soto kobaya in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ ketana ma soto kobaya leki kobele brunda kabaya healing health perfection hallelujah leko bo soto kobaya no more losses in your finances. Leke bayana bashata kabaya. Lika baba basunda la bashata kabaya. Oh, rakamari elebo soto kabaya bashata kabaya. Prosperity on every side. A sudden burst of prosperity. Leko soto kabaya na bashengele soto kabaya. Favor, favor. Lika bayana bashata kabaya. Suddenly you are praying to God. In the higher realms of grace, grace hit upon grace, grace hit upon grace. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, hallelujah. As we proclaim the death of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, this is a New Testament. Thank you, precious Father. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. You can now take the cup. Oh, balarabashatakabaya. Thank you, precious Father. Thank you, Father, for in Jesus' name we've prayed. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Wow. What an amazing time. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Congratulations, everyone. Congratulations. Thank you, esteemed Amarak, for the opportunity to break bread with the saints this morning. I love you so much. Can we kindly unmute ourselves? At this time, as we share the grace in fellowship, the grace of our Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all forevermore. Amen. I'm alive. I'm Thank you.